everyone, I'm Nicole. Hello everybody, I'm Earl. We're the Poisers, and this is the Mix-Up, episode 16. Yep, been a minute, but that's the life of parents. <laughs> Indeed. Um, date? Uh, what is the August 15th. Oh, today is August 15th. <laughs> 2021. Yep. That's how long it's been. It has been about a month, um, so we apologize to our faithful listeners, yes. but, but we're here. We're showing up today in the midst of having to do more stuff after this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, since it's been a while, you know, a lot has happened. Um, the Olympics have come and gone without too much... Yeah, it wasn't much fanfare. Um, there were some issues with some foreign athletes and um, some interesting stuff there with like Belarus and um, whatnot. One athlete in particular seeking asylum. Um, but in terms of actual protests, I think there was what one. Yeah. And at that, they kind of gave her a pass because then her mother passed away suddenly or someone in her family passed mm -hmm. away very suddenly while she was there. Um, but, yeah. And yet Fox News tried to oh, gosh. Um, say that that was the reason that the ratings were down. <laughs> like, <laughs> protest wasn't even a thing in the it Olympics. It wasn't a thing. Like, they were just, just looking for stuff. Like, they it's just, pathetic. It's, yeah. Um, um, yeah. Of course, we had the Simone Biles yes. pulling out of her events. Um, for mental health reasons, but mm -hmm. actually ending up participating in the balance beam. Mm -hmm. um, and it's really significant in that, I mean, you know, for athletes of her caliber, Naomi Osaka's caliber, to really come out and say, we need to do these things for ourselves, um, is a very significant moment in sports. And yes, Simone got a lot of heat for it from people who just on a normal day probably don't actually care about women's gymnastics. <laughs> um, and, you know, we can certainly go into the but subtle big racism. To, but big ups to her for getting yeah. a bronze, too. Anyway. Yes. Like, even after all that, the fact that she even got it. Yeah, a I don't even know how. Like, like that's, that's, that's yeah, major. That like, I don't. That just goes to show how elite. She is. Um, and focus she mm -hmm. is. And yeah. So that's, that was Absolutely. Extraordinary. Absolutely. Part. And, you know, she has gone through a lot. Um, you know, she was a victim of Larry Nasser. Um, she had essentially this entire team on her shoulders just because of her star power and who she is and what she represents and. Um, the, you know, the previous Olympics and the high hopes and expectations. And my hope is that these moments kind of allow others, people who are level-headed um, at least, to understand the type of pressure that an athlete experiences, not just Olympic athletes, but all athletes, when they are competing day-to-day, -day, trying to win, trying to, to um, excel in their sport so yeah I, I mean especially for not just their team for themselves but for the country, country. Yeah. 
Which, right, depending on who you asked, she didn't care about the country Mm -hmm. by doing what she did. But, um, but they're idiots, so. Uh, (laughs) So we had that. We had, um, Governor Andrew Cuomo resigning. Mm -hmm. Officially resigning because of the outcome of, um, Tish James, the New York Attorney General's um, investigation on. Oh, I didn't know you were on the first. Uh, Everybody calls her that. I feel like like they they news like they meant they say Tish James. I don't know. I'm That's calling her Letitia. James. Okay, fine, Letitia James. Um, for that investigation onto the harassment claims against him from former what interns employed like there was there were a lot of people in there a state trooper assigned to his detail had some interesting things to say about stuff that he did and basically the findings came out nobody thought he would uh, actually resign um and they were going to continue impeachment proceedings which had actually begun in tandem because of this investigation and also because of the scandal surrounding nursing homes and his handling of the of nursing homes during the pandemic um so it was a twofold thing so i think he realized that if they went through with the impeachment he'd never be able to run for any sort of office again and so he has resigned and I know a lot of people are upset about the fact that they have stopped the impeachment, but I believe that they actually cannot follow through with an impeachment once he is technically out of office. It is, there's something on the books where they can't, they can't impeach. Um, And I think he knew that or someone told him and made him aware of that because of his ego and hubris that he... Um, was like, no, nah, I'm just going to resign. They're not going to impeach me. And then I'm going to run again in another few years when this all dies down and everyone forgets about it. Yeah. Because um, that's how arrogant he is. Let's yeah. be real. Um, well, because the environment that he was in allowed him to, and cultivated yeah. that arrogance. Mm-hmm. So as long as you allow that um, from jump, yeah. uh, he's going to get comfortable with that way of doing things and that hubris and that abrasive personality Mm -hmm. and so you know when people don't really push back the powers that be you know this is the monster that is created um and then by the time you know you try to push back it's almost too late because there are certain things that wheels are already in motion um and so here we are and which of course contributed to um him being the way that he was with women because the fact that he thought he can get away with it that he had he some did. level of power yeah, of course. and he yeah. retaliated there was there were other aspects to it right it wasn't just the acts mm-hmm. themselves but it was the retaliation on the women the victims who were um who wanted to say something wanted him to take responsibility and you know we discussed this you and i when he gave his speech when he announced his resignation i found it very problematic others did too after that came out i was reading some things about it and to me it was super problematic because 
Well, yes. Because he's saying he's learned from his mistakes, but he's saying, but he's not actually admitting that he did anything wrong. Right. Because this was how the world was, and I just didn't change. The line moved, and I didn't move with it. That's not taking responsibility. Essentially, it was the um, the responsibility of the the woman to let him know how things were, and you know he was kind of. uh, ignorant um and he was kind of he almost made it seem like he was a victim and that he Mm -hmm. didn't have knowledge of the way things are supposed to be like things should be a certain way throughout Mm -hmm. whether it's the 90s the 2000s the 2010s like there's certain things that you should do and there's certain things that you shouldn't do now it depends on the society and what society accepted and the power right. structure. Just because it was accepted didn't mean it was actually right. what you should have been doing and in the, the first place. And the fact that these women didn't feel that they had agency or power enough or people that were there that were going to hold mm-hmm. their back and give them support, that's why they didn't come ahead. Yep. But now we're in a whole different society where I believe that those same people in those positions they feel a little bit more comfortable in coming out Mm -hmm. because once one comes out then it's like a an avalanche um of other people who have similar stories um and so it's a matter of making these people feel comfortable feeling believed not um berated for coming out bravely and telling their stories um and i feel like cuomo after a while he just uh he, he just it was just too much for him to to uh i mean to stand against well yeah know. and but he, you know but he did it for selfish reasons course. it wasn't like yeah. oh this is for the greater good no you know what i'm saying no, it was no, just no. like he was it was it was a calculated decision it's a calculate calculated political move you know he said things like quote in my mind i have never crossed the line with anyone but i didn't realize the extent to which the line has been redrawn like, that's not taking responsibility for your actions. That's not apologizing for what you've done. That's just saying, oh, I didn't really think it was bad, but I guess it is bad. Um, How to qualify is in my mind. Yeah. You know, oh, I always, I hug and kiss everybody. That's just the way yeah. I am. I like, don't think men would allow <laughs> you to touch their stomach and rub your finger up and down their back. What are you doing? And kiss them and call them darling and honey and all and this sweetheart. Like, yeah, no, you're not, no. Um... Right, because you know, and again, to him, this was politically motivated. He has repeatedly said that he Which thinks that this is because Democrats are like Democrats and Republicans, right? Both wanted him out. He's trying to just be a victim, right. he's trying to be a victim. Mm-hmm. And the, the other part that bugged the hell out of me in this speech was the part to his daughters. Mm. Invoked his daughter. That's it's almost Ted Cruzish, and invoking your daughter to make a point to, you know, that we we remember when Cruz went up to Cancun, Cancun Gate. Yeah. And, you know, he threw his daughters under the bus. Yeah. Like, I don't know if he had a conversation. If Cuomo had a conversation with his daughters before that, look, I'm gonna mention you, in you know my. Uh, retirement speech or whatever and I'm going to say this and that and I'm going to try to use you as an example um, it almost felt like 
he was using it as some kind of like weapon, like some kind of shield, um, in order to rationalize what he did, which I think is sick. Um, well, because he so he mentions his daughters; they're all in their twenties, by the way. So he has mm-hmm. twin daughters; they're twenty six, and another daughter that who's she's twenty three, right? So they're in their twenties; they're adults. Um, and he says. He says, quote, my greatest goal is for them to have a better future than the generations of women before them. It is still in many ways a man's world. It always has been. We have sexism that is culturalized and institutionalized. Yeah. You did, but you did those things. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, you did stuff. He doesn't see him as himself no. as being the perpetrator. Really That's the thing. He's like trying to remove himself from such acts as or being that person. Like it's like he's almost having like an out of body experience. And then he said, "Quote: I want them to know from the bottom of my heart that I never did and I never would intentionally disrespect." There's that again. A woman or treat any woman differently than I would want them treated and that is the God's honest truth. Your dad made mistakes and he apologized and he learned from it and that's what life is all about. I would argue he has not actually apologized and he has not learned from it either. But, you know. He's done the equivalent of um, it's I'm like sorry you if felt I, that way. Right. If I offended you, yeah. not just saying i offended people i messed up Mm. i touched people inappropriately it's always i don't remember that i didn't did i i didn't think i did that i didn't think it was a big deal Mm. no because it's not what you think anyway um, the whole ego his yes yes which is what he is known for but um but so with that we are getting our first female governor in the state so the twist on that right the former governor resigns due to her sexual harassment and impropriety and we have a female a female governor coming in Kathy Hochul so we will see kind of what happens there um wish her the best of luck yeah for our sake yeah yeah um so we'll be keeping an eye on that and and honestly on chris cuomo too and his tenure at cnn and kind of what happens there i don't know because he was part of the quote team that was advising the governor on how to handle the situation and how to manage it publicly and xyz so um so yeah, we'll uh, we'll see what roads that leads us down. Um, but yeah, I think our so we we went back and forth on what we wanted to talk about since there was a lot of stuff to talk about, and we decided on COVID, COVIDiots. I think that's what it should be called, COVIDiots. So COVID's still a thing. There's still a pandemic happening. Um, just a newsflash for those who might not think so. 
we are halfway through August, which means many places in the country school has gone back in session, is back in session. For us here in New York, it is later in September, but there is a lot of conversation about what that's going to look like. Um, the For the city, the DOE says they have a plan, but they haven't actually said what the plan is, which usually means that they don't actually have a plan um, because they're saying there's going to be no remote option at all for anybody to opt in or opt out like they had the previous school year. A lot of parents are very concerned about that, and understandably so. Um, you know, when it comes to elementary schools, those kids are unable to be vaccinated because I believe the cutoff date is the cutoff age is twelve. So anyone under twelve cannot be vaccinated right now. They're studying and doing tests on um, on kids that are younger and then kids that are Nico's age I don't know if they have started to look at that I think they just have but his age group is like the last one I think that they're trying to figure out what vaccination would look like for them so there has been a lot of stuff going on around the country when it comes to mask mandates and the Delta variant and vaccination rates and the like and there are a lot of people that we can talk about when it comes to this DeSantis Abbott um, various school boards all over the country most of them in the south but um, you know where vaccination rates are not very high where governors are mandating no mandates um don't want kids to wear masks in schools, highly contested school board meetings where parents are screaming that they want their children to just be able to go to school without wearing masks, and what are we seeing? High COVID rates in schools because they don't have a mask policy and or kids aren't vaccinated. So here we are. There are hospitals all over the country that are beyond capacity. They do not have beds. They have to turn people away. They have to completely, they have to essentially decide who lives and who dies because there are so many people coming into the hospital with COVID. Majority of those people, yes, there are breakthrough infections. Yes, yes, yes. However, the bulk of the people coming into the hospitals with severe cases of COVID are unvaccinated. Right? The breakthrough percentages are small. Yes. And also breakthrough infections, what they're seeing is most often your um, symptoms are not severe. Right. And because that's what a vaccine does. Yeah, because uh, simple fact, first of all, the thing people, a lot of people fail to understand, or maybe they do understand it, but they just don't want to have people know because they want to, they get off of feeding misinformation or disinformation. Like some people make money off of like notoriety and all that. So like there are selfish reasons why they do. It's the same thing kind of like with the whole Y2K scare. Like, there's 
there was reasons why people wanted to scare you because they wanted you to buy their books they wanted you to tune into their radio stations or their television programs or whatever so it's kind of running along those lines it's the same thing fear sells hate sells all that the negative stuff sells and flourishes um especially in america um but um Lost my train of thought. Oh. <laughs> uh, but but the thing is, it's it's just funny how like people will tell you, um, you know this th- these things about the vaccine and how dangerous it may be and all this type of stuff and blase blah right. Mm-hmm. And these are coming from people who one aren't doctors, mm-hmm. aren't nurses, haven't had any degrees mm-hmm. in medicine or anything like that. And I just find it very funny how all of a sudden people are so vigilant in finding out or knowing the ingredients of the vaccine and this and that and what is really in there and is it really microchips and all this type of stuff is going to give you 5G and blase blah. Yeah, our arms are magnetized. Yeah, You can't Mm -hmm. trust the government and blah, blah, blah. But yet up until this point, at least up until 2020, 2019, what happened? We have entrusted our bodies, our minds to the government. Right, like we have benefited off of government government subsidies, government medicine. We have entrusted our bodies to our doctors, our personal doctors, who, for the most part, are looking out for us and wanting us to feel better, to do better, um, and not just for us, but for society writ large. Right, um, and I just find it hilarious how all of a sudden people just have this concern for what we put in our bodies now when we have a lot of people out there who are complaining they need to ask themselves that that when they go through the drive-thru and i'm getting there about about vaccines (laughs) is um people who smoke Mm -hmm. people who who put certain things into their bodies from when they go out into restaurants you don't know what's in there what they cooking and stuff like that. The stuff you get from the grocery stores, the supermarkets. Uh, if you ever had a tattoo, you have stuff in that needle mm-hmm. and all kinds of stuff, chemicals is going in your body. That's why, like, if you know that if you get an MRI, like, I've been to go get an MRI mm-hmm. for my knee and they asked if I had a tattoo because somehow there's some kind of reaction that the stuff that's in the MRI that it has some kind of like it can have some adverse reaction so oh, they have really? to cover up the yeah they asked me if I ever I'm had a tattoo I'm trying to remember if I if I had an MRI before or after yeah. I got a tattoo this is one of the questions they've asked me if I ever if I have any tattoos and I was oh. like hmm that's peculiar I wonder why they asked me that question um I guess it's because it's magnetized yeah, yeah there's something in there it's foreign to your body right it's yeah. something that you weren't born with but yet right. you still entrusted in took a leap of faith (laughs) that everything was going to be okay in my case three times yeah (laughs) so we got people like that we got people who have had plastic surgery implants Mm -hmm. right Mm. and this is all stuff for beauty for Mm -hmm. aesthetics for vanity reasons and things like that um you know 
you got people who drink a lot of alcohol mm-hmm. and put all kinds of shit in their body mm-hmm. and stuff like that that could be fucking their liver mm-hmm. up and messing up their kidneys and of course I mentioned cigarette smoke which is messing up your lungs all kinds Fast of stuff food, we supplements have supplements stuff like that that aren't even necessarily FDA approved none of them are so we can't even use that excuse well I'm just waiting for the FDA right. to approve it blase that blah. one makes like, me laugh no that, that is not going to ride because a lot of stuff that you've already taken in your life and still take up to this day is not yeah, necessarily not FDA approved. approved. Yeah, and I, yet, right now, you're still okay. But when we are in the middle, <laughs> in the middle of a pandemic where people are dying yeah. and not only dying, but getting sick and having long-term effects from COVID. So it's not necessarily just about the diet itself, but it's about the long term effects of COVID. And you're bringing this around Mm -hmm. older folks, Mm -hmm. uh, immunodeficient people, compromised Mm -hmm. folks, kids, Mm -hmm. and all this type of stuff. And so it just perpetuates, 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 and it has time to foment. And then what happens is the vaccine now is not as effective as it would have been initially when we first had that first version of COVID. Mm-hmm. So now we have Delta, and God forbid we have another version mm-hmm. that would be more contagious and more Delta lethal. Plus, I think and, there is one, right? Or two. And, and more um, resistant to the initial vaccine, and then people will be like, "Well, it doesn't work." Blah blah blah. You see people, right. yeah, that's because initially you well, didn't want to take it when we had a chance. But this is before we got this, this variant. Is, this is what happens. And I'm going Hello, to over. I'm going fly. to oversimplify this. When you take too many antibiotics for something, so if you go the minute you're not feeling well, and you go and you get a doctor to give you like a Z pack, for example, mm. right? Which I think most of us have probably had in our life, right? The Z pack is the one that you take, like five pills, then you decrease over a course of days, mm-hmm. right? Antibiotics. If you continue, if every single time you feel sick and you go to the doctor and they prescribe that to you, eventually it's going to stop working for you because your body is relying on that to fight whatever it is that's going on, right? We have immune systems for a reason. Now, yes, we also have vaccines for a reason. And there is a reason why smallpox and polio and measles and all of these things are not what they used to be because of vaccines, okay? But but when you have drug-resistant forms of disease, like tuberculosis, for example, and there's others, that, like, this is what happens, Right, because viruses and disease mutate over time. The reason why this is mutating seemingly faster than we want to acknowledge is because this is a worldwide global issue. This isn't just affecting a small group of people in a country that nobody ever cares about, right? This is affecting, exactly, this is global. It is a global pandemic. So you have all of these people sick with the same thing, and then it's going to start changing and mutating and evolving. And that's what these things do. 
That is also why mRNA vaccines have been researched and trying to build out, right? Which is what Pfizer and Moderna vaccines are. They are mRNA vaccines. Johnson & Johnson is not. So I'd like to Mm -hmm. clarify that because some people don't realize that. So we have these mRNA vaccines that have been... um, um, created and worked on in, over time because, right, the job of, of, of people who, who create vaccines and are in science and are these scientists and researchers, like, this is what they do, right? You look ahead, you say, huh, these things are going to evolve, this is going to change, this is going to whatever, and you are trying to beat it, in a sense, right? But here we are. We now have this Delta variant, which spreads faster, is more, a little bit more potent in the sense of um, the spread. So I, I, I know I oversimplify that, and I know for people who are listening who understand these things, you know, feel free to call me out on anything that I was wrong about, but um, that's kind of where we are with this. And, you know, the thing that gets me is I saw one of these school board meetings. I don't remember where it was exactly. If it was Florida, Tennessee. I mean, they've been going on everywhere and they've been very, very contentious. Um, There was a mother screaming about her children not wearing masks. They weren't going to wear masks. It was they weren't going to get vaccinated. They weren't going to wear masks. And her husband died in July from COVID. Her kids are traumatized enough so they shouldn't have to also wear masks. Yeah. That it that was I'm not even kidding you when I say that was her reasoning and logic. Use that lightly. Yes. Logic and reasoning. Yes. And we have, and I know you mentioned the money trails and things. We have that going on in Florida with DeSantis. There's a lot of stuff going on there. Super sketchy stuff going on there with him. With Regeneron, with Publix, with school vouchers, privatizing education um, for schools that actually have mask mandates. When he's saying no mask mandates and if you put in a mask mandate at a public school, he wants to remove funding from the school, but he's already taking kids out of those schools with the voucher program, which also affects funding for schools. So he has self-interest. He absolutely has self-interest. His kids, his kids go there. So he's not acting in, he's not acting in good faith. Basically, yeah. mm-hmm. like a lot of these people, like for instance, his kids go to a private school right, that has a like mask people, mandate. Like just the people, you know, like a lot of these politicians or the people on Fox or on um, you know those other conservative channels um, that say all this, uh, these bad things against the vaccine and how they're railing against the vaccine and people shouldn't take them or it should be their body their choice and oh that's the other one that co-opting the Mm. whole pro-choice movement yeah they're so conveniently pro-choice for this yeah like Mm -hmm. those same people Mm. i guarantee are vaccinated themselves Mm. guarantee so they're putting my body my choice yeah 
it's it's segregation vaccine Segre- mandates right. or segregation, segregation oppression yeah right yeah you know and, and, and they already are protected and so it's yeah. just that much more insidious and evil yeah. in my view that you would encourage people to quote unquote fight for their rights and their freedoms and all this type <laughs> of stuff um when you yourself have not followed what you are preaching um because you know that this is real and Mm -hmm. this is dangerous and it's moving like wildfire it's moving almost faster than the wildfires we see in california um and so they're being disingenuous and it's just diabolical in my view just for the selfish fact, yeah they they know they understand how real this is because if we like you know the whole saying about knowing history because you know if you don't you're doomed to repeat what we've done in the past and all that type of stuff i'm paraphrasing but the simple fact that last year year and a half ago when we were saying that this thing that was ravishing our communities that we were saying it was a hoax. It wasn't real. It's just the flu. Nothing to worry about. Or even if you get it, you'll recover quickly. Just eat healthy and all this good stuff. You'll be fine. Um, that we seen that that was not the case. Yet and still, we're still going on the same road by claiming, oh, Delta, it's fine. It's okay. We're going to be good. You're overblowing it. Nothing to see here, folks. Move on, blah, blah, blah. On top of the fact that many of those same people don't even want you to put on masks. So now they're even compounding it further and moving closer to the gravestone. You know, it's like, I I just don't understand how you don't value your, your life that much. So you would rather take your chances with this deadly mysterious because disease. Because some of them don't actually believe that it is real. And either. say to yourself, oh, vaccine, I don't know if I should be putting that in my body. All while at the same time putting all kinds of other crap in their body. Not to mention other vaccines. Other vaccines that you've had to take <laughs> in order to participate in schools. You there, There's no way you are able to function in society. Mm. You are not oppressed. You are not it, it's insulting to me especially as a black man yes. to compare this to segregation because yeah. being black Vaccine. I can't help being black right. I am proud to be black but I can't help it mm-hmm. this is who I am this is the way I was born mm-hmm. it's a social construct I've had to navigate and work around that social construct and be who I am and be the best that I can be knowing still that racism and discrimination and prejudice and all that exists because of the color of my skin yeah um and it is not something in which i choose to be just to be defiant it's like one day you're gonna walk outside and be like you know what? i'm not gonna be black today yeah <laughs> I, I can't do that i can't just be like i'm gonna be defiant and you know this blackness i don't know if i should have it because of the chemicals from being black it might you know what I'm saying? And I just don't want you know what I'm saying? So I, I just choose not to be black well, today. So I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna hold <laughs> off on doing that right now. Blah blah blah. The opposite of that, which has no comparison, is 
something which is going to protect you and your loved ones and everyone else in society and you choose not to get it because it's not just about you so it's about right and the thing is everybody what you are being quote unquote segregated from are things like movies and concerts and things like that yeah like these are amenities these are luxuries yeah this is not it's a this first is not world your problem. life yeah this is a first mm-hmm. world issue this is not a problem like if you choose not to get it you said your body your choice fine mm-hmm. stay your ass home mm-hmm. you can stay home and cry and 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 and, and curse and shake and, your fist mm-hmm. and oh my god i can't believe you made that choice Every company, every place of business has the choice to say, I don't want you here. I want to protect the other people who are doing everything Not that they can their in their power too. Right, yeah. to protect society and protect themselves. Mm-hmm. So if you make that choice, fine. Nobody is stopping you. Nobody is stopping you from using your quote unquote First Amendment rights, which that has nothing to do with mm-hmm. the Constitution. Um, yeah. So you make that choice. You have to live with that choice. I am not going to be beholden mm-hmm. to what you decide to do and hold me hostage because of your choices. That's your choice. Live on your own with your choice. That's your choice. Yep. So don't compare your choice uh, 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 and not being able to go see your favorite movie or whatever in your concert. That's your choice. Yeah. Sorry. And I think, you know... Live with it. I mean, we, we, and we've right. talked about it before, but there... There is hesitancy. So if we're if we remove the completely insane people from the equation, um, the God will protect me people, mm-hmm. um, the this is oppression people, and we talk a little bit about right at the very start of this when the vaccines were happening or just first being um, were first in trials and then and it was getting close to being able to have a vaccine. There are a lot of people, particularly in the black community, who are very hesitant about the vaccine because historically, um, because of historically how the medical field has treated Mm -hmm. black people. And so I understand. Totally. I, I completely understand that in that moment. But I think and I, I, you know, I'm not I don't want it to sound like I'm discounting that. But I feel like we're at a point now where we've seen how it works, right? We've seen people from all spectrums socioeconomically receive this vaccine. And I I almost feel like it's just like that. We just need to move past that. Mm-hmm. And... and because I still see people showing their hesitancy because of it. And I understand it. I understand. But I I just... I mean, I get it too. You know what I'm saying? Like, But how do we move through that to the urgency I of would, the moment? I would say this. If me as a black person, I'm living in the neighborhood and I see people from outside of my neighborhood, namely white people, namely rich white people, middle class people wanting to jump ahead of the line to get the vaccine I'm like hold up they trying to get this thing and no if white people getting it too I think I'm gonna get it too like yeah you know what I'm saying like right. 
Because usually if they're wealthy and they have the means right. to, to do They're not right. going to put their life in danger. They know they know something is up with this vaccine that's going to help their Donald lives. Donald Trump got it. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And he went through he went through a lot to get it. Because the thing is, I don't even think the medicine that he got was approved at the time. Regeneron? Yeah, I don't think that was... I don't, I don't believe at that time it was like went through the trials it had to go to to know that Probably for not. sure. You know I think they were trying like, to, they exclusive. were like, let's see if this yeah, works. It was exclusive to him, of course, being that he was a president. Right. Um, but, you know, and then people like to invoke Tuskegee experiment yes. and all that, which, and okay, I, I, I understand. understand. But, I understand, yes, but I do. The I do. difference is with Tuskegee, they were withholding right. medicine that could have helped black men. They gave them the sickness and were withholding medicine, which could have helped them. Which is a different, we're, we're in a different. We're running yeah. away from the medicine that can help us. Yeah. It's not the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like this medicine, they want to give us to help everybody. It's not like a situation where Tuskegee was exclusive to black men. Where it's like, we're going to focus in on this group mm-hmm. and we're going to experiment on them or whatever. <laughs> right. Like, this is a thing of vaccine they're giving everybody. Asian, white, black, young, old, every demographic. Immunocompromised, healthy. Everybody. Everybody, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, if it was a thing where they were just pushing it towards just black people, I'm like, all right, I'm a Mm -hmm. little suspicious. Why y'all, you know what I'm saying? I totally get that. But this is a thing where everybody is affected equally. Um, So... We have to take that into account as well. And on top of that, the fact that I have I have seen a lot a lot of black medical professionals, mm-hmm. a lot of black doctors who are saying and encouraging us as black people to get this thing. So if I see somebody look like me and is telling me to get this medicine, that's even more reason for yeah. me to get this. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's not like they be like because uh, they're know. looking at it. They can understand what yes. everything is, the they, jargon, the exactly, yeah. and they have a, they also have a great uh, knowledge and, and understanding of our history, mm-hmm. of our unique yeah. history in this country yeah. with medicine and Absolutely. all that type of stuff. So all the more reason why they wouldn't put us in danger. Yeah. All the more reason why they would do everything in their power to care for us, and. I think is imperative upon us to ensure that we, you know, have a better future for us, our, our kids, our grandkids or what have you, because, you know, now it's like you want to, you don't want to compound the issues that we already have to deal with mm-hmm. as black Americans here in this country by running away from the one thing that could actually save us or, at least not have a sick. So even if we were to get COVID, we weren't end up hospitalized right. or dead or what have you. Because the numbers, you know what I'm saying? The, yeah. Yeah. So it's the like the community is affected in larger numbers right. by death and and serious illness. So it's yes. ironic that like finally we got an opportunity to 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 take agency over our bodies and like, all right, cool. Here's our one chance. Here's the highway that we can. Mm-hmm. get off here's the exit 14 or exit whatever we're at we're on the exit mm-hmm. and we continue to drive and pass the exit 
and we're headed towards a cliff. It's like, no, get off the exit. <laughs> you have your opportunity. Get yeah. off. Like, but the fact that the man is like, nah, I think I'm going to just keep going. I just want to see what's going to happen down. Like, how long are we going to wait? Know. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like. It's too long already. How long? Like, what long. are we waiting for? People's like, I'm just going to wait. What exactly? What concrete, tangible thing are you waiting for? We got the vaccine. We have a way out. You know, what you know so I, I just, I've seen people say and heard people say, I don't, I mean, we don't know if this is going to affect us down the line. Sh- sure. Okay. Yeah. I get it. But we also don't know what the long-term effects of COVID are either. So, right. so what You'd is it, right? Would you rather take the chance and possibly just die? Or would you rather take the chance and, I mean, quite honestly, by the time they figure it out, we're probably going to be dead anyway. Yeah. So, like, I think the the um, the risks of not getting it far, far, far outweigh the risks of getting the vaccine. And I'm speaking as someone who had COVID and still got vaccinated mm-hmm. because there are people out there who had COVID and have not been vaccinated because they think that they are immune or they have, you know, antibodies, whatever. Listen, antibodies can go away over time. I will highly recommend you speak to your doctor. You get their opinion. My doctor said, go get vaccinated, even though I had very high levels, very high levels. it fortifies your... And listen, I had reactions from the vaccine. I did not, for both doses, I was not good Mm -hmm. after both of those doses. I had chills. I could not stop shaking. Mm -hmm. Remember that? I could not control that in my body. I felt awful. Mm -hmm. I had headaches. Yes. But you know what? It was like a day, day and a half, and then I was fine. You're alive. And I'm here. You still have two eyes. I still, nose. well, four with the glasses. Four, yeah, yeah, four. Um, yeah. You didn't grow next I'm, arm. Yeah, I'm running. I'm working out. Like, I'm doing all of those things that I normally do. Still a anyway, that, that It didn't change that. Yeah. Sorry, honey. It didn't change it. But, but you know, I just... So just speaking from that experience, you know, I, I just, and we know people who are not vaccinated and it is, it hurts to know that you cannot get through to someone and say, Hey, this is for everybody's well being. Like, we want you to be healthy. We want you to be here. We want you to be safe. We want to see you. We want like all of those things. So no, I just there's certain people out there they're never gonna get it because they're just you know they want to believe that that Bill Gates is putting in transmitters in our bodies and controlling the world and you know what all right fine stay the hell away from me though yeah I have rights too <laughs> <laughs> yeah I have the right to say don't come near me. <laughs> My body, my choice. I chose to get vaccinated. You're choosing not to. And that is that is where we are. And actually tomorrow here in New York is when restaurants, venues, like theater, concerts, etc. And movie theaters and all of those 
spaces will be requiring proof of vaccination Mm -hmm. starting tomorrow right the 16th i believe and then it will be really enforced they say starting in september but just you know listen that actually makes me feel better if i'm going to be inside somewhere and everyone around me is vaccinated provided they're not faking their Mm -hmm. vaccine cards and whatever else because there is that but that makes me feel better um, and if you are angry about that and you think that you're being discriminated against, I, yeah, you can think that all you want. And you can think it all you want. You're wrong, but you can think yeah, it all you the, want. Like I, yeah, because, you know, this whole <laughs> thing about the Constitution that people oh, misinterpret, um, there has been precedent for something like this in yeah. 1905 Jacobson versus Massachusetts Is it smallpox? Uh, smallpox mm-hmm. um, it was a United States Supreme Court case in which yeah. the court upheld the authority of states to enforce compulsory vaccination laws uh, the courts yeah. the court's decision actually articulated the view that individual liberty is not absolute and is yes. subject to the police power of the state and, and that is I believe what because recently the Supreme Court, I think it was in, was it Indiana, maybe? Mm. Um, there was a, there's a university that some students were, wanted it to go to the Supreme right, Court right. because the school, the university was saying, you need to be vaccinated mm-hmm. to come here. And the, these students were like, nah, and let's go to the Supreme Court. And of course, and it went to Amy Coney Barrett, mm-hmm. <laughs> who upheld the university's decision and i think that this was part of the reasoning for that of why they were like nah like this is Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. and of course that how the conservatives quickly turn against amy coney barrett for that by the way um but yeah so i just listen if you want to participate and be um a, a member of society again you gotta get vaccinated here so like that's it um yeah in fact let me read a little bit from the court's decision yeah uh so so it said uh, the court held that in every well-ordered society charged with the duty of conserving the safety of its members the rights of the individual in respect of its his liberty may at times under the pressure of great dangers be subjected to such restraint be enforced by reasonable regulations as the safety of the general public may demand and that real liberty for all could not exist under the operation of a principle which recognizes the right of each individual person to use his own liberty whether in respect of his person or his property regardless of the injury that may be done to others Hmm. so it's basically your freedoms Mm -hmm. or perceived freedoms or whatever does not take precedence over the society writ large yeah um, you know that that constitutional uh, argument 14th amendment um, it does not uh, hold precedence in such cases because of the fact that we are talking about lives we're talking about well-being because if we allow that it's going to be a slippery slope because what happens is people are going to start invoking their liberty to do anything that they want and we're not going to have a society it's going to be almost uh, 
is going to be peripheral to anarchy, you know, if you think about it, because it's like people just going to be willy-nilly and do whatever mm-hmm. the hell they want. Like, even if companies have certain rules, people are yeah. like, oh, fuck your rules. I don't care. I'm going to come in here without a shirt and without shoes, and I'm going to come in here naked. I have rights, you know, and then people going to go in the movie theaters and yell fire just because they can, and they're going to start invoking their First Amendment rights. I have every right to say fire in a... In a um, movie theater I don't care how dangerous it may be Mm -hmm. What the results may be You know You just can't do that Just because It's not absolute This happened in Reno Where a parent and child Tested positive And the kid They sent the kid to school anyway Mm -hmm. Like if Personally like I think they should be brought up on charges But you know this is this is the thing. America is very selfish. Facts. Americans are very selfish. And the rest of the world is looking at us like, <laughs> like what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Can I get your vaccine dose if you don't want yeah. it? Yeah, which is even more, just, it just makes me more angry because the fact that other nations are starving for the vaccine and they're dying... And a lot of people, many of their citizens, parts of Africa, uh, uh, parts of Asia, um, haven't even received their first vaccine, still waiting to get that first vaccine. Yeah. And then, of course, we know India, where the Delta variant came from. Like, yeah. people are dying. Yeah. Like, so, bad. so much. Like, compounded by death and suffering, and they can't even get their first vaccine. And here we are in America spoiled to death where we decide no nah, cross our arms like no nah, i'm good mm-hmm. blah 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 Stomp just because mm-hmm. i think and i don't know for sure but it's my belief i just have this strange feeling blah 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 this and that and you know the funny thing is a lot of those people that come up with these conspiracy theories and things like that yeah. like years ago they were looking at other people like they were crazy for yeah. the stuff that they were saying yes and you're now one of those people they're, they're crazy you're yeah. one of those people so it's like yeah you know and the thing is i'm not gonna i'm not i'm you know i'm not gonna like i said i i understand why a lot of people have hesitancy so mm-hmm. i'm not gonna like well, hesitancy not, is different from right yeah i'm not gonna acting categorize like a everybody yeah. as like crazy and nuts no, and stuff no, no, like no, no, that. No. whatever you know what i'm saying like but that's not what i'm acting saying like but, a toddler is right yeah but what i'm saying is we got to be careful with what we say and what we put out there it's not just about i should be able to feel like this Mm -hmm. and what's the big deal if i say this or say that like that has consequences it's not it's not in a vacuum it's not when if you just say something i should just be able to say that and feel yes you do but understand there are repercussions for what you say and how how many times do we tell nico that in a day Your actions have consequences. They have consequences. Like, you may feel something. That's great. I feel things sometimes. Yeah. I go out and I want to punch somebody in the face a lot of times, you know, if I'm yeah. at work or if yes. I'm on the train and stuff like that. Yes. But then I have to, like, damn, if I do, nah, I can't. I think my coworkers can attest. I've wanted to punch people several times and I've held it back. But yes, like. I, and I can't invoke my constitutional right, right to do that. Right. I can't. Because at the end of the it's day, work. I punch someone at work. Yes. I'm at will. Yes. They can just fire me. Yes. Doesn't matter. 
my rights. It doesn't yes. matter. Yes. So, and the other thing I want to say, there's a couple things here. One, the ones who are screaming about God protecting them, I just want to say, if God created man, right, which is what the belief is, mm-hmm. if you believe in it, God created man. Man created the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Therefore, there's a line there. So, that's one. It's a through line right there. He yeah. uses use man as an instrument. Yeah. There yeah. To And the other thing I will say is about the masking up. So Listen. If I have to wear a mask, I have to wear a mask. Do I love wearing a mask all the time? No. Mm-hmm. Do I do it anyway? Sure. I have to wear it in the subway. We have to wear it when we drop Nico off or pick him up, right? We wear it. I still wear it in stores. I don't go maskless in stores. Mm-hmm. Our son will not do anything without mm-hmm. putting his mask on. He, How many times has he been like, no, I'm just going to wear my mask, mm-hmm. Mom, even though we're outside and it's okay? Yep. Our three-year-old just is more vigilant. more vigilant and respectful of and cognizant of what is going on than actual adults and and it really really bugs me when i see these parents at these meetings who are screaming about how they don't want their children to wear masks for whatever reason right there was the one i wonder teachers to see your beautiful face on her smile and oh no like did they just they're being they they wear a mask like how are they learning anything you know what nico has learned a whole lot and he's been wearing a mask doing it. So, like, don't give me this. I, I, you know what's more important to me right now? Getting out of this. And, mm-hmm. and, and not being fearful for people getting COVID. And, and understanding what I went through when I had it. And, and I had it, quote unquote, mild. Yep. You know, and and how you felt when I had it and when I was sick and you having to be the sole caretaker for Nico while I was isolating. Like, I want to be over this. There's there's one thing that I actually... um, Something that I believe I wrote in my, um, my Facebook. Yes. Um... Um, it was like an opinion or whatever yeah because you linked to an opinion article right from the times right and it was um an article in new york times an opinion piece that said if you skip the vaccine it is my damn business (laughs) um and then in attachment to that i wrote uh, i'm not a huge fan of tennis but in america our citizens are the biggest purveyors of unforced errors it's been in the works for years, and the pandemic has only revealed our collective self-indulgence, costume as individual freedoms. However, this quote-unquote luxury will boomerang from the ether and ultimately burn misguided privileges and leave behind painful realities that will hurt more from the knowledge that we were given countless chances to serve not just ourselves, but each other. I wish you the best, America. So... It's, you know, my concern that we will look back and many of us will have a lot of contrition that we could have avoided if we would have just 
did our civic duty as Americans, as uh, humans, humans. <laughs> yeah, and help each other out and, you know, get rid of this thing because we had the opportunity to get rid of it. We asked, prayed, hoped, wished that something came along. So mm-hmm. something finally came did. along and people was like, oh no, that was too fast. Mm-hmm. And if, if it would have took longer, it would have been like, oh my God, what's taking so long? Mm-hmm. People are dying. What are y'all guys doing? Mm-hmm. So it's, it, it just boggles my mind. Yeah. And it's like, we are here now. And we are in the middle of this. We're in the middle of this hurricane, this tornado. And we have a way out. And it's like, do you want to utilize the instruments and the tools that are provided for you to get out of it? You have shelter. But many of you are deciding to go out and stay in the middle of the storm for some reason. And we have the opportunity to find our way out. Yep. Let's find our way out before it is too yep. late. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. that's that's Amen. that's what I gotta say. <laughs> you know, find your way out. We have our opportunity. Let's get off Let's this highway. Let's get off. Yeah. Don't want to go over that cliff. Nope. Don't land Louise style. Not just for our sake, but mm-hmm. our children's sakes, and mm-hmm. you know, because we have enough in this world to mm-hmm. do with between climate change and racism and and. and, and all this stuff going on with the wildfires and yep. things going on around the world. Eat like this is the one thing yep. and all those other things we feel like we ain't got control over. Like we have control over this. We're in control, but to, we also have control over that too. Yeah, we do. But this is more immediate. Yeah. Like this is like yes. immediate control yes. to where it's like, let us collectively do something together. You know what I'm saying? Talk to your neighbors, talk to your friends, talk to people who took the vaccine. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that's it. Just, 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 we got to. We here now. Yeah. We here. We eradicated smallpox. We eradicated all these Real. other diseases from the past, mm-hmm. and that's because people collectively got together and did what yes. was right for the community and for the world at large. So we got to be like them. Yeah. Well, on that note, thanks everyone for joining us. Um. Hopefully it's not another month between podcasts. Yeah. We'll try to be a little bit better. Yeah. Um but but yeah. Um it's it's been very busy around here. Mm-hmm. We have Nico. I'm training for the marathon for those that don't know. So um We're in the middle of a hopefully a move. A hopefully a move and um work it's just very insane. Life is insane. So yeah, um, but thanks for bearing with us. Thank thanks you. For holding on. Go um, get vaccinated if you're not. Take care of yourself. Please. Take care of your family, your friends. Yeah. Um, and you'll be able to go out to your concerts and movies and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, don't have to worry about quote unquote segregation. <laughs> all right, y'all. <laughs> I'm Nicole. I'm Earl. We're the Poisers, and this was the mix-up. Be good, y'all. Peace. Bye.